now personality. Let's just ask some questions before we start. Who here has um, an objective of, in some form or another, of having a more spiritualized relationship with life? Okay. In your mind, how did you think that was going to happen? How was that going to express? How was that spiritualized relationship going to unfold? What was it going to unfold through? What did you say? Our personalities? Is that what you thought? Yes, no? No. You see, Rachel and I are amazed at is the disconnect between the reality of what spirit is and how it expresses. I sort of say to people, you know, um, people say, well, I want to do the God answers work. And I say, well, that's really great. You know, how are you going to do that? <laughs> I say, did you know the God doesn't wear a watch? She can't wear a watch because she doesn't have a hand to put it over. She's entirely dependent upon your hand. If you don't do it, it's not going to happen. So if it's going to happen through you, what is the thing that you operate through all of the time? The body and the personality. So your personality is pivotal. When I ask the question, who wants to have a more spiritually infused life or a life that's more, your personality is fundamental in being able to do that. So the purpose of this very short monologue on my part is to show you there has been a misconnect within your consciousness about how you are going to achieve your objective. Now, it doesn't matter that that misconnect may have been there because after the day it won't be and you've got the means to facilitate your objective. What we really want you to understand is how important the personality is and what its role truly is. And it doesn't exist in isolation. The persona was the mask that the actors wore in the Roman theatre, they called them their persona, so they would wear a mask and play. And that's where the word personality came from. The personality is the, is the mask behind which our soul and spirit, our real self, is resolved. That's why this is so important, because it's through this, it's through this that these two things express on. We're going to stick it through a little bit of this in detail, we're going to cover a lot of ground very, very quickly. So, and we're talking about the three components of spirit, soul, and personality are designed to function together and to be integrated in a particular manner. Remember, Frank Charles said, nothing, everything is interconnected, nothing stands alone. So when we're talking about the personality, we're talking about the personality always in relationship to this and this. Because these two things are always there, and this is always here while you're physically incarnate. Alright? Now, this is really what everyone is confronted with when they come into life. 
the thing that gives us the most problem in life and the thing that we have the most problem with other people is personalities. Yet, what did Bradshaw say about personalities and the flowers? There's 36 essences in the flowers, and that represents the full, full spectrum of personality potential expression. Joy is a special quality that's encoded. Theoretically, it should be a joy for people to come together and exchange information, exchange experience via a person having a joyous experience. In most cases, it's a bloody nightmare. Is it not? Yeah. You've got all these unconscious, subconscious defense coping mechanisms to deal with it. You, most of you don't even know you do with it because you're doing it because there's such a problem. Okay? This is what people relate through. Basically. It's critical that you have that your one of those is in fantastic shape. It's a dynamic um, matrix through which an, 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 you become empowered and anyone experiencing it becomes empowered. It should be something that facilitates joy. So I've convinced you that personalities are really important. If you understand personality and make it work for you, your whole life will be utterly transformed. That's why they call the flowers of transformation, one of the reasons. Your whole life will be utterly transformed and it will start transforming the lives of other people because they will not settle for what they've been settling for. Because they're going to look at you and they're going to say, wow, I want to live like that. I want to have that experience. I want to be able to be related to like that and relate like that. Okay? Make sense? So, personality is a really, really important. First process of that personality is we've got, we've got to understand that personality has to go through a process to make it useful instead of this mad thing that kind of dominates the life and seems to be inflexible and rigid. Most people think their personality that they've got right now is all they'll ever have. It's not true. For most people it's true because they don't know there's another reality. Do you understand that life can be this perpetual wonder of experience that is profoundly uplifting? Because you understand what the personality is for, what it's capable of doing. What you were born with isn't a straitjacket. You can turn it into a whole lot of other things. Okay? Exciting? So the first process we've got to do is transform the negative personality predispositions, behaviours and attitudes into their positive counterparts. This foundational process is referred to as personality transformation. That's just a very simple process. We just look at our personality, we find out what where we're exhibiting negative sort of traits and behaviors, and we just work with the essences to do that, right? The first the second process is referred to as personality integration. What this means is that the personality is integrated or co-opted into the soul life. Now, whether you know it or not, the moment you went, for the very first time, 
and the map of the universe was stamped onto your psyche, your personality declared war on the soul. Your personality was going to do everything it could do to shut itself forward, be the top dog, and suppress anything else. So what it does is it shuts down the soul life. It does things to gloss over it, to hide it, to make it difficult for you to get access to it. And it happens to everybody. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how enlightened you are when you're born. Everyone has to come through the same matrix. It's a mechanism. It's like you can't get a car unless it's got pistons and it won't run. It's just a mechanism. It's not a failing. So what we have to do is once the personality starts to trans be transformed, we can start integrating it into the soul life. Now that, basically what we're saying here is it becomes amenable to the soul and the soul's objectives and ultimately it becomes subservient to the soul. Totally subservient to the soul drives, the soul needs, the soul objectives. The third process is referred to as personality regeneration. When the personality is transformed and integrated, we have what is referred to as a, a, a regenerated personality. Now, a regenerated personality is a personality that seeks nothing for itself. It has no, no agendas. It's completely tame. That personality then is a vehicle for spirit to express through. So, what happens? Let's just stick you through this. Remember, I, I started this up by saying to you, you know, if you want a more spiritually infused life, how are you going to facilitate that, right? Now, it's very, very simple how that happens. There's no mystery about it. The personality is transformed. That is, its negative behaviour patterns, its negative predisposition, pre predispositions are transformed into positive ones. Then it's integrated. So that, remember that when you're born was war. So you've got to stop the war. As the war stops, the soul will start to move towards the personality and the personality will move towards the soul. This is the gap between the inner and the outer self that Dr. Bach talked about. So when they join together, which they do, so they all agree, the soul and the personality are all working together as kind of this one integrated unified entity, if you like. They exist as two separate things, but they're free to cooperate. They're integrated. What immediately happens when that integration takes place, something very remarkable happens. What is it? Spirit. Now you can call this whatever you like, higher self, spirit, whatever, whatever name is appropriate for you. It will automatically, when the matrix has been created for it to express through, it will descend into the light like a flash of light. Literally, enlightenment, to move into the light, the spirit can descend and occupy. So, in a, in a person, you can tell a person who has integrated the personality 
and has regenerated the personality into the soul experience and, and this happening because they bring light into the world in one way or another. When you're in their presence, when they're speaking to you, when they provide art or whatever it is that they do, you feel uplifted. You feel you understand life better. You feel dynamic, more dynamic in their presence. Does this make sense? There is a joy in you from that experience. The wise for thousands of years have said, we're here to have fun. Now, isn't that saying we're here to experience joy? Okay, we're here to work because you've got to do the work to do this, but the, what we're really here, the, the purpose of the work is to have fun. And most people don't have fun as take dope or drink too much alcohol or buy some sort of fast car or something. You know, that's not fun. That's avoidance. That's a kind of madness. Understand why the personality is really, really important. Are you going to think about the personality the same ever again? No. You're going to treasure it, value it, nurture it. Because it's the means whereby you can achieve your objectives. And remember, the personality is made up of the physical etheric organism, it's made up of the emotional organism, and it's made up of the intellectual organism. When it's correlated chakras, it's base, sacral, and solar plexus chakras. Everything below the heart chakra. They're called the personality vehicles. Physical etheric body, the emotional astral body, and the mental or intellectual body, lower mental body, are the personality vehicles. And they have to be trained. They have to be brought under the will. That's the hard work. If you can make the physical body do what you want, if you can make the emotional body do what you want, and you can make the mental body, or lower, lower mental body, intellectual body do what you want, life can be Because most people's emotions are out of control, they've got no control of their mind, and their body seems to do good things. <laughs> Demands crisps at 3 o'clock in the morning, now, the reason that people don't get control of things is they don't have the information. Knowledge is power, is the old adage. You understand? So we share the knowledge with you so that you access the power. You can have power back. If you understand how the game works, you can play the game. If you really understand how the game works, you can play the game hard. What I'm saying is you don't have to unconsciously accept what personality generates or what it produces. You have the power to change it. You have the power to transform it. You've got all the essences that you need to retrain it. Nature is the key because nature exists that, in nature exists that total coherent pattern of everything that exists. And nature, the very interesting thing about nature and humans. You can't have, we can't live without plants. But the interesting thing, plants can live without us. If they didn't produce oxygen, we couldn't survive. They are the key to our survival. 
literally and spiritually. That's the reality of it. 